Dream, yes, folks, it appears that the California Dream is back with another $200 million. We need to talk about some earnings. We will talk about Zillow and the 30 largest housing markets, just how many of them have seen a crash and where are they going. But folks, let's get into it first and let's talk about the California Dream. The California Dream, if you don't recall what this was, this was a $200 million um, funding from the California government where they were essentially becoming your partner. Yes, folks, California Dream was essentially allowing the state of California to put a 20% down payment. And yes, they would own 20% of the upside. This was a program that was announced and gone within seven or eight business days. That is how excited folks were to have California government be part of their home appreciation journey. It did make a lot of sense. We had lots of mortgage brokers on talking about what it is, how to qualify, all of that. Uh, I think if you were to review California Dream 1.0, I suspect most people would admit the criteria was too loose. Hence, it was gone in a flash. Now, it does appear that the $200 million has been allocated. But the rules of the game or the rules of the road are yet to be determined. I would expect it to be rather focused on low income or income lower uh, than the median for the area. But again, more on that is coming. Uh, we are getting more details on bank earnings. I got some from uh, Bank of America. Uh, one of the things that I'm looking for in these earnings is how at risk are the banks from office? Uh, so Bank of America apparently has $6.3 billion worth of office loans. Uh, and these loans are, this $6.3 billion is due by the end of 2024. So folks, this is the kind of debt that Wells Fargo, or I'm sorry, Bank of America, I think will certainly look at. They will look at the operators. They will do some extend and pretend. They will make some modifications and they will choose to foreclose or take the uh, office back if the operator is not solid. Uh, just so you know, it looks like Bank of America has a loan loss reserve of $1.3 billion. So what does that mean? That means, roughly speaking, Bank of America could take a, could take a 20% haircut on this entire portfolio, and they have the loan loss reserves ready for it. That's, again, a you know, a big picture view. This is why banks take loan loss reserves. So they have it on their balance sheet and they can use it uh, to smooth earnings and whatnot. Wells Fargo, uh, Wells Fargo has increased their loan loss reserves by almost a billion dollars, 949 million to be exact. Uh, they have roughly 33.1 billion in office loans. That is a, uh, that's a big portfolio. Uh, J.P. Morgan, actually, of all the big banks, has the least office exposure, although J.P. Morgan is over-rotated to multifamily. And if you've been watching this channel, you know that multifamily is going to have some problems, right? We've already heard about that Houston fund who lost uh, 3,200 units and burned $100 million in LP money. More of that is coming. Again, folks, I think for the last two or three years, it was about financial engineering, not good operations. And unfortunately, in a cycle we are in, stupidity is going to get punished. And there were plenty of stupid investors 
people that thought they were smarter than the system. They were focused on financial engineering and not operations, and they will be paying the price. Uh, something else I read that was pretty interesting. Did you know that the largest or top bankruptcy, corporate bankruptcy attorneys is clearly Cleary Gottlieb? Hopefully I'm pronouncing that close to correct. Apparently one of their partners, Richard Cooper, uh, his bat phone or his phone is a um, indication of what is going on, global bankruptcies. And uh, he's basically saying, my phone is not stop ringing. Yes, there are a lot of workouts and bankruptcies and things of this coming. Uh, let's actually flip the script and talk about Carvana. Carvana was long rumored to be one of these companies that were going to go out of business and all of that. But it looks like Carvana successfully restructured some debt. Uh, they actually lowered their debt burden by $1.2 billion, so not insignificant. Two, they lowered their interest expense, which is cash, by $430 million. And they reduced their uh, unsecured notes for 2023 and 2025 by 83%. Uh, I don't know this for sure, but I'm going to guess that Carvana was a highly shorted stock. And it wouldn't shock me if it uh, has a little bit of a short squeeze this morning. Folks, if you don't know, you don't, normally we do these shows at 7.30 a.m., although I will be at 30,000 fleet feet flying home, so I'm doing this really early for you. The sun is actually coming up right over there, so it's a little bright in my face, but hopefully uh, this works for you. Uh, other earnings that we got today, Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs, if you don't know, kind of the, the Wall Street darling is really busy when there's you know, per, you know ec equity and purchases and all of that, but uh, their Wall Street business is kind of sucking wind. They, they missed on earnings but beat on revenue. Uh, Interactive Broker, another earnings, missed on earnings. I think when I'm looking over the earnings, we are getting a fair amount of earnings beats, but let's not get it twisted. These earning beats are in very, very low expectations. So we're not talking about you know, people earnings growing year on year. In fact, most companies are reporting earnings falling uh, year on year. So again, watch for these things. Uh, let's talk about Zillow and their report on 30 largest housing markets. 30 largest housing markets, markets like San Francisco, LA, Austin, Miami, things of that nature. Uh, did you know of the 30 largest housing markets, only one had a month on month decline in May? And of course, that was Austin, Texas. Uh, it was down 0.21%. Uh, the other 29 were up. I don't really like month on month because, again, you get seasonality and all of that. Uh, year to date, kind of interesting, right? So year to date, uh, the lowest uh, home appreciation of the 30 largest metros is Austin, Texas. Again, down negative 4.23%. Flip that over. On the positive side, the largest metro or the metro with the largest home uh, increase was actually Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland, up 4.4%. Of the 30 largest uh, housing markets, 22. So what's that? 75, 75% mm, 75 roughly. Um, 22 of the markets are down from the peak. Folks, for the peak, if you don't remember, it was last summer, July, August, September. Uh, Austin being the worst, again, Austin kind of triple winner, uh, down 10.55%. Uh, uh, again, 22 of the 30 largest markets are down from the peak, hence only eight are up. 
And then it's very interesting. Uh, change from March 2020. Why March 2020? That's when the, you know, the Fed lowered rates. They started buying mortgages, all of that stuff. Uh, Tampa, Florida is the winner. Tampa, Florida is up 55% since March of 2020. I don't know about you, but that's wild. 55%. Uh, the lowest, so this is the lowest market, is actually Minneapolis. Minneapolis, Minnesota is up 23.4%. Austin, because it was mentioned a few times here, is up about 40%, even after a 10% drop uh, from the peak. So lots and lots of stuff going on. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but apparently rent is going up, at least for single-family homes. We've talked about rent on this channel a bunch. I still think it holds that apartment rents, generally speaking, are down, where single-family rents are up. It's just a supply and demand thing. I think there's a lot of units coming on in the apartment world. Uh, I think single-families is the desired place to live for most families. Uh, it looks like single-family rents, according to CoreLogic, is up 3.4% year-on-year, uh, which is about the historical average. Chicago uh, was up most year-on-year -year at 6.6%, and Las Vegas was the least, down 1.3%. So again, a mixed bag across the country, but nationally speaking, rents for single-family homes were up 3.4%. Uh, just not to be outdone, Manhattan... Manhattan's rent now is, uh, median rent is $4,396. Pretty, pretty crazy stuff. So again, lots of stuff going on. Um, other stuff going on, uh, Goldman Sachs, I think it's worth talking about. Goldman Sachs came out with their housing forecast for the next four to five years. And essentially what they're calling for is a flat and boring market. This is something you and I have talked about for a year Again, folks, if you have not downloaded my 53-year spreadsheet, you are missing out. Go to my website, One Rental at a Time. It is absolutely free. When you go to my website, there's eight boxes. In the lower right corner, it says download the 53-year spreadsheet. That spreadsheet, 100% free, is how I called the transaction crash. Go back and look at 1981 and look at how long it took for transactions to, to uh, exceed their past peak. It's eye-opening. This call of 40 to 50% transactions was easy because I understood history. Go get the spreadsheet. It's right there for you. You do have to put your email in, but that's because the, the site will auto-email you the spreadsheet. That's how this thing works. So again, folks, we are going to have transactions grind sideways. Grind sideways meaning roughly $4 million. It'll be interesting. I think tomorrow is existing home sales, so it'll be interesting to see where those come from. Uh, but yes, more, Goldman Sachs essentially is saying you're going to get 1% to 2% home appreciation, which, again, is that that's nominal. Again, you got remember, one of the things we've been talking about for a year is nominal versus real. Nominal means, hey, we're going to get housing appreciation in 2024 of 1.7%. But you know what? If inflation is 2%, you are actually getting a real appreciation of negative 0.3, right? So take the inflation rate minus uh, the nominal rate, and that kind of gets you the adjusted return. So again, folks, watch for this. Uh, it is interesting to note that since 1976, I did not know this, uh, since 1976, the average yearly appreciation for single-family homes is 5.5%. 
with a peak in 2021 of 19%. That is, that is wild. 19% not healthy. Uh, Goldman Sachs is calling for mortgage rates to stay above 6%. Feels, feels right uh, to me. So a lot of stuff going on. Uh, let me look for this. Uh, last thing we'll talk about is a mass extinction event for startups is underway. This is according to Tom Lavero from PitchBook. Uh, yes, folks, U.S. startups are having a bad year raising capital and relief is not coming. According to PitchBook, 400 companies have been unable to raise new money. Folks, this U.S. startups combined with the bankruptcies we talked about, Richard Cooper from Clearly Gottlieb, this is just part of the process, right? You have a bunch of zombie companies with debt structures. Some of them, like Carvana, that we heard about earlier, will restructure the debt. Again, Carvana whacked $1.2 billion, $430 million in interest expense. So Carvana can keep operations going. Some of them will be bad bets, and the lenders will simply take them over. They will go BK, bankrupt, and not exist anymore. Folks, we are roughly 60, 60 people away from 48,000. Do me a favor. I would love to get to 48,000 today. That would mean the world to me. If you can hit subscribe, you can ask someone else to subscribe. That would be great. If we hit 48,000 today, we will be 2,000 away from planning a Vegas party, folks. So again, do the work. Remember yesterday, are you interested or obsessed? Hopefully what you're seeing on this channel is I lead by example. I want to bring in the daily financial news live five days a week. So that means if I got to get up at 4.30 in the morning to get ready, I get up at 4.30 in the morning to get ready. We record this early. Are you interested or obsessed? If you want to get started one rental at a time, buy the course $3.99, get $100 in goodies. If you want to get $450 in free goodies, buy the mentor option $7.99, which includes 30 minutes of my time. There is no better value. Also, lots of you have been buying it this week. Don't forget, you get free access to a Facebook group which, trust me, when you're in this and you're looking at your buy box, you're networking, you're going to want to get around folks that have been in the course for months, quarters, and years. They will help you. The Facebook group will help you move forward. So don't, uh, don't miss out. It's free. Uh, folks, take care of yourself. I'm going to go to the airport. We're flying home. Uh, sunny and happy. We will see you guys soon. Take care. Bye.